Let's get it. Welcome to Grizz Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? Man, I'm surviving and thriving, and I'm doing even better, baby. Hell See, yeah. It's starting. It's, it's starting tonight. It is opening night in the M. Brandon Clark just received an over $50 million contract extension. We're going to get into the details of that. But first, we're starting with that Nick game tonight. We're going to give you three things that we as Grizzly fans want to see from this game on opening night. So, Coop, I'm going to let you kick us off. What is the first thing you want to see from our Memphis Grizzlies? Man, I'm going to start off with BC. All right, you just mentioned on it. He just got a four-year, $52 million contract. I'm okay with that contract because he probably could have gotten more money from anybody else um, just being as young as he is. I need to see the Brandon Clark from the Minnesota Timberwolves series. Santi Aldama is probably going to get the start uh, against Julius Randle, which I'll get into that a little later. But you and I both know it's going to depend on who plays the more minutes. He might start the game but only play 20 minutes. Brandon Clark might play the other 28. Something crazy. I mean, it could look like that. It's I need him to look like he did in that Timberwolves series. He and Desmond Bain basically won us that series. And him coming off the bench, having that energy, getting the offensive rebounds, put back dunks, lobs, being the energy bunny that we need. We're going to need it big against this in this opening game against the Knicks. And I just need Brandon Clark. You don't have to live up to that contract. I think that's a great steal of a deal, um, especially for him, because people are buying into this culture. They're, they're wanting to play here. They understand the roles they have here. Your role is to come off the bench, be an energizer, just be efficient. Um, I'm not even asking for 30 points. I just need you to be your normal, like, 12 and 10 type guy, and I will be pleased with that. But I, we need his energy to come off the bench especially tonight, game one. I'm absolutely there with you. I want to see, you know, the complete opposite of what we saw from Dylan Brooks after getting his contract extension. Hopefully BC can slide into that Minnesota form that you were talking about. I'm going to touch on something else you mentioned, the Santi Aldama getting the start there. We all know he's going to be looking across the court at Julius Randle. What I want to see as a Grizzlies fan, man, Julius, I want you to score under 25 points. I know it's going to be a tall task. I just want to want Santi to prove that he's a competent defender. I don't expect him to hold Julius over 20. I don't even expect it to be under 25. I just want it to be under 25. So that's what yeah. I want to see, man. I, 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 do you think Santi Aldama has any shot to slow down Julius Randle in this game? Here's how I'm going to answer this. I drafted Julius Randle in our fantasy basketball draft solely on the fact that he's playing Santi Aldama game one. So I'll let you decide how you. <laughs> to be fair, I would do the exact same thing. I think there is a shot, but it's going to be nothing of Santi's doing. If Julius Randle yeah. goes back to the stupid ass shot selection that he had last year, I feel fine. because He can have an off night shooting, but yeah. if he does what I think he can do and bully him in the post and, absolutely howl for the ball every time down the floor. Yeah, so I think he can score over 25, but I hope he does. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And talking to the side of it, I was literally about to mention, Santi just don't look shell-shocked. Um, yes. Obviously, this isn't his first start. I don't think I did. I do think he got the start in that Suns game that we talk about all the time, but this is a different type of start. That start was we weren't playing seven of our top guys. You're coming up from the G League. You're getting to play in a game that nobody expected you to win. Mm -hmm. um, this is a little different. This is opening night of a team that just won 56 games, uh, was almost in the Western Conference Finals. Um, a few plays or a few games going differently, you're in the Western Conference Finals. You're starting for that team. 
So there's a lot that goes into it. Don't look shell-shocked. Um, don't exa- hesitate on shots and do your best. <laughs> that's all I care about. If you do your best and Julius Randle still gets 35 on you, that's all right. But just do mm-hmm. your best. I absolutely in there with you. We're going to be patient with Santi these first coming weeks. But, you know, once we get into the second, third, fourth week, we'll have a different conversation. But we are going to give him a lot of grace. You know, we're just trying to float the boat here without Jaron Jackson um, right now. So, yes, I definitely understand that. One more thing to mention about this Nick game. Shout out NLE Choppa. He will be doing the introductions. If you are going to that game, I'm extremely jealous of you. But I will be at the Nets game this following Monday. So, y'all hit me up if y'all are going to that. But, Coop, what is your second thing that you want to see from this Nick game on opening night? You're just missing Jaron Jackson. My next one's have a defensive identity. Yes. Um, and this obviously, there's a lot that goes into this, but I and I won't dive into everything. But in the preseason, we just kind of looked like we were going through the motions. I understand it's preseason, but you and I both know we overreact to absolutely every single second of basketball, whether it's G League players or whether it's the real deal, Holyfield. But like, have a defensive identity. Be the athletic team you are. You don't have to just sit there and block every shot like we used to do with Jaron. Mm-hmm. But stay in front of people. Be in the passing lanes. We lo- and This is a big thing that nobody talks about. Yes, Jaron led the league in blocks last year, and he was an all-defensive first team. De'Anthony Melton led the league in, uh, I think, deflections, if I remember correctly. You don't have him anymore. Um, he was always in the passing lanes. He had a nose for it. He was one of your best on-ball defenders, aside from Dylan Brooks. So you just you don't have two of your top defenders positionally from last year in D-Melt and Jaron Jackson. We need to have some identity in that. Ja, in that first preseason game, had like three steals. I'm not asking for three steals, but can you play aggressive defense? D-Bain, stay in front of guys like you normally do because you've got the massive center of gravity. Dylan, I need you to howl R.J. Barrett all night. Um, We just need to have a defensive identity. And simplest thing I'm going to say all night, it starts on the rebounding. Limit their offensive possessions by getting the defensive rebounds as soon as the shot goes up. We cannot allow offensive rebounds because if we do, we're going to get kind of dominated because, like you already mentioned, Julius Randle's on Santi Aldama, which is not a great defensive matchup for us. If he's getting easy layups, it's going to be a long night. So we got to limit their possessions, get the rebounds, and that's where your defensive identity is going to start. You're, I'm so glad you said that because if – we would have had four things. That would have been one of them because that almost made my cut as well. Rebounding will be essential in this game because not only for Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson's going to get that start alongside him. Isaiah Hartenstein, their new addition from L.A., will be in the rotation as well. So, yes, rebounding is going to have to be um, a major, major focus in this game. Uh, my second thing I want to see is the head of the snake, man, John Morant. I want you to replicate the last two season opening games. If you recall in 2021, Cleveland at home, this man had 37, six and six that got us excited for his eventual all NBA season last year. And even back in 2020, this game, we knew we had a star and in the opening game of his second year in 2020, this dude had 44, nine and two against who else? The San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Who we absolutely feast against. I can't wait to play the Hawks and DeJounte Murray yet again, but yes, that's what I want to see from Ja. I'm not going to put a number on it. I could say 30. I could say 40 after my Tennessee volunteers. I could say even 50, but I'm not going to Ja. Just replicate the last two seasons. Show us something great. My guy. Just be an MVP front. That's all I need you to be, baby. I love, it. I love it. Dude, my last one is going to go right in with that. Desmond Bain looked like that first-year all-star guy that I'm hoping love you it. can be. Dude, 
he was looking awesome in some of those games. And a thing that people talk about a lot that, you know, I don't really – I didn't really notice that much, but he apparently shot a lot better on the road than he did at home. So mm. it's the start of a new season. Let's shoot really well opening night, game one, on the home turf, in the Elm. Desmond Bain, come out, pop 25, pop 30 on their head. Come on, just do it for me. Because we, at, along with the Jaron defensively, we're also losing his points. And obviously he wasn't just – out there dogging people getting 30 a night like I just asked for Desmond Bain. But his we're going to need somebody to pick up that slack. You know Steven Adams ain't going to do it. Santi Aldama, you can't put that much pressure on a guy starting it, a, a game like this uh, for one of his first few starts in the league. Um, and then I don't want Dylan Brooks to be that guy, so I'm begging Dylan, that Desmond Bain to be the one to pop 25-30. And I just want him to look like an all-star game one, make it a non-contest when it comes to all-star voting time. You're absolutely right. And group, I hope you don't mind me doing this on opening night. I want our DMs to be open because I want to talk about our, our talk with our audience, fellow Grizz lovers about this game. Y'all be sure to DM us at Jack Hampton Coop. I believe you're at Coop underscore Neil 22 on Instagram. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Got you, my boy. Yeah. Be sure our DMs will be open. We want to talk to you about the Grizzlies, not just opening night, but every day. Y'all be sure to get at us. My final one. I love the Desmond Bain one because all-star, it starts, it starts on opening night. And that first third of the, the season start. is really what's based, you know, on the all-star yep. appearance. It's not really an entire season award. But speaking of entire season, Tyus Jones, after last season. Um, got the extension. We thought he was going to go out and go somewhere else, a place like Minnesota, possibly in free agency. He did not do that. He re-signed with us, thankfully. But this preseason has been rough for our boy Tyus. I want our backup point guard to get back in rhythm. I'm not asking for some type of huge game. I just want the assist-to-turnover ratio, come back to earth, and just be the incredibly efficient and good ball handler that you are. That's what I want to see from Tyus Jones in this home opener. Absolutely. And, Jack, I'm going to reference the game last year that we played the Knicks. It was the Mitchell Robinson seven blocks in the first three minutes of the game, that that game. I know you know it very well. Yes, sir. Possessions are limited. Uh, This is not a team that's like us. They do not run up and down the court with us. Julius Randle likes to sit, have people on his back, and slow roll, post-move type stuff. That's the type of game they play. Possessions are going to be limited. We're going to need Tyus to be that guy that protects the ball at all costs. He was playing a little loosey-goosey in preseason. I'm fine with that. I I understand his preseason does not go on your resume for win-loss total. But you are building habits. And I understand Tyus is one of the veterans on this team, but building habits of playing loosey-goosey and turnover ball has never been what he does. We need him to look like he used to. Because let's be honest, you and I both did not think he was coming back to the Grizzlies, and we got him at a steal of a deal, especially for a guy that – could potentially be starting on a few teams in the league, but he's the best backup point guard in the league behind 12. So, like, we need you to look like that guy that could have started on a few teams. Don't – I'm not asking for 20 points I, from him either. Like you just said, I want the 8 to 0 assist to turnover, like 9 to 1. I want you to be that guy. Because mm-hmm. going back to my first point, Brandon Clark will thrive off of Tyus Jones on that second unit. So we need them to be in sync together and – it just never really looked fully in sync when we didn't have our best guys on the court in preseason. And obviously, like we said, it's preseason, but at the end of the day, it never looked in sync. And I don't like the feeling going into the season, not looking in sync. 
Exactly. Do not be the guy that got the contract and kind of just wipes your hands up. It's like, all right, man, I got my yeah. deal. Be the guy that's still hungry, that wants to be and proves to be a starter night in, night out, even if you're coming off the bench. And I think Tyus yeah. Jones will do so. Tyus is a great, great guy. And obviously, like you said, the best backup point guard in the league. I just want to see rhythm from him. Now let's get into this Brandon Clark extension. As you mentioned before, bro, four years, $52 million right at the last second before we tip off this season. Um, th this was one of our biggest questions. We, you and I talked about this question so many times throughout the entire offseason. What was your first reaction when hearing this BC extension? Well, what's crazy is it came on the same day, uh, like a year from the day when Jaron got his extension. And so I just look at it as, as a steal. Um, and you know me, I was kind of on the fence of like, do we pay him? Do we not? I mean, he's valuable trade piece, um, especially at the contract that he's at. Um, and seeing that contract, if you told me he wasn't making 18 to 20 mil a year, you told me he was making 13, I'd be like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. But keep him there. Because I'm just I'm going to reference something that's coming in the future. Number 22, Desmond Bang going to be getting his money. Um, you, don't, you don't shoot the way he shoots, and you don't score as much as he scores. I mean, he single-handedly kept us in the Minnesota series because um, Pat Bev was kind of all over jaw. Um, Desmond Bain is going to be getting paid soon, and I love the fact that we have guys like Conchar. Even Jaron, to be honest with you. I mean, Jaron's only making 20 mil a year, so like – or 25. It's 25, isn't it? Um, uh, but uh, Yeah, I think it's – I think it's, I think it's in, somewhere in between 20 and 25. Maybe 25. Okay. Either I'll, way, it's right I'll in that, that Appreciate it. And then Steve – making like 10 11 12 which is awesome obviously jobs making super max but conchar is on a great deal um tyus is on a great deal like we have so many great deals that it's leading up to this desmond bang contract which we just saw people like jordan pool and we saw people like andrew wiggins even and surprisingly kevin porter jr um there's guys in the same range probably a little under what i consider desmond bang they're getting pretty good hefty contracts so we know that that's coming soon and desmond bang wants to be here long term and the Grizzlies want him here long term. So that's kind of my perspective and first thoughts on it. I was like, that's a great steal of a deal for a guy that's young and enjoys playing with Ja. Um, so I'm all for it. Um, and I, I love the fact that they're already – shoot, they probably already have that doesn't make contract already in paper writing ready for him to sign, oh, <laughs> for being oh, honest. Oh, oh, my God. And if Desmond gets an all-star appearance this year, uh, I mean – it's really scary hours to the rest of the league because if you look at John Moran and Desmond Bain, they are the absolute perfect fit at your number one and two spot. Desmond can defend uh, all sorts of positions, and he's also a sniper. Ja, obviously, one of his weakness is defending and also shooting. So it, they just complement each other so, so well. I would love to see it work out and become an all-star duo like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, or you know whatever, whoever you want to insert in there. So I'd love to see that work. Uh, housekeeping it is $26.1 million. You and I were both wrong, unfortunately. It's four oh, year, 104 mil that our boy Trip is making, but we were close. We were close, bro. Yeah, we were close. It's good enough for government work. <laughs> Absolutely. What is your prediction for tonight's game if you had to put a score uh, on the Grizzlies and the Knicks? They kept us down a little bit last year. Just Mitchell Robinson's a really good post defender that kind of messed up with Ja. Um, we're not having Jaren, so I'm going to put that in the. Uh, Grizzlies are still scoring 100 points. So I'm going to go uh, 108 Grizz to 101 Knicks. I think it's going to be a closer game. 
Um, I think Jalen Brunson is going to show out a little bit just game one with the Knicks, make them believe that contract was well-deserved. And I think Julius <laughs> Randle will probably have a good little bit on Santi Aldama's head. Uh, <laughs> and I think R.J. Barrett's going to continue to take a leap. So I, I'm expecting a – I'm expecting more from the Knicks because I'm hoping that maybe the Grizzlies just kind of dog them out and it's like 102 to 80. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm expecting the Knicks to be a little competitive and it's game one opening night. And I remember a few years ago when it was Warriors uh, versus the KD first-year Nets and everybody was expecting the Warriors to just go in there and dog them. And I think the Nets beat them by, like, 30. And I was like, interesting, game one. <laughs> and so, like, uh, you got to take that in perspective. But I think the Grizz get a dub. I think it's going to be within that 7 to 10, 12 range. Um, so, 108, 101 is just a random number. So, I'm going to go with that one. What you got? I, I'm feeling the same way. I think it's going to be low scoring. And I also th- agree with you. It's going to be extremely tight. We're going to get the Knicks' best effort coming out. They have a lot to prove this season. I'm going to say 105, 103. Of course, I'm taking our Grizz. But I am going to say – as the constant, you know, pessimistic Grizzly fan that I am, do not be surprised for something that you just mentioned. The Nets and the are not the yeah the Nets and the Warriors game. It's an absolute perfect example. Wild stuff happens on opening night. I warn my fellow Grizzly fans: do not overreact to just one game. No. Instead, come we back with this next week after we played three to four games, and let's overreact to those, not just one, yeah. but let's overreact to three and four next week. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I mean. I'm that Grizzly fan that you're talking to. I will overreact to every single play. If Dylan misses one three, I'm going to be calling for his head. <laughs> Bro, so like, you didn't I even mean... cross my mind. That's cap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll be overreacting together. We'll, we'll, who are we kidding? Cool. <laughs> Especially to those ticket prices. My God. Jesus. They must think I'm a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, me and my dad, we're on row, uh, we're on row P, which I think is like – it's like 20 rows up. It's still a fantastic seat in the lower bowl. Oh, yeah. But he was telling me the prize. I was like, bro, what? I was like, granted, it is the Nets. Like, You're going the Nets, yeah. Yeah, I was like, understandable. But Dude, anyway. even the Kings games are freaking outrageous. Because yeah. I'm trying to look ahead, and they're outrageous. When, what date's that Kings game? Don't make me lie to you. I don't remember. I know it's I know it's first two weeks, maybe. Oh, okay, that, that's probably the why then. The first couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, opening. Bro, let us look at like the same time that we did last year, like beginning of January, like December. Actually, not even December because Christmas is outrageous too. Maybe no. Yeah, dude, I bought I bought Lakers tickets last year for Christmas for my dad, and they were. I'm saying sitting sitting pretty close to where you're sitting for the Nets game, and they were they were pretty hefty. But I told my dad it was worth it because we got to. It was an awesome game. Grizz weren't leading until the fourth quarter, and Josh just took over. I remember watching that. I was, I was, uh, I was with JB and like everyone was watching me geek on the couch. Nobody else I was with cares about the Grizzlies. And I was just sitting there locked in by myself. But yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right, bro. You got anything else for opening night tonight? Nah, nothing but go Grizz. Hey, G and G. Let's go. Big Memphis. Shout out NLE. Hopefully you kill the intro and like, uh, people we've had in the past. NLE, shout out to you. And shout out to our Grizzlies. Coop, I hope you have a great, great night, my friend. Yes, sir. You too.